Welcome to Let Love, a podcast with the Sisters of Life. We invite you to join us for conversation, looking at life through the lens of love. You are loved, you are made in God's image, and your life matters. Let's talk about it. Well, hello. This is Sister Anuste. And this is Sister Veritas. And we're back. With Let Love Podcasts. And we're talking about let love be your core strength. Yeah. We got to live strong, live from the inside out, yep. live from the incredible gifts and graces that God has inscribed within. Mm-hmm. And in a particular way, what are we going to be talking about today? How to live free. I love it. I love it. I love freedom. We all love freedom. We all love freedom. It feels good to live free. Yeah. Like yeah. even like when I think about like being free, uh-huh. you know what I think I think about? What? Like people get up there and like sing their hearts out yeah. on stage or people who are just willing to put themselves out there totally. or like even like have you ever seen beatboxers go for it? Yeah. It's it's amazing. It's amazing. Like they're just they're just doing their beatboxing and like beatbox battles and I've only seen those <laughs> once or twice, but it's like it's amazing. It is. What, and they're freestyling. Yeah. And how they what they can do with their mouths and everything. It's like, wow. Unbelievable. And you close your eyes and you think it's a drum set. It's amazing. It's amazing. And it takes a lot of training to get it, a freedom of sound like that. It totally does. You know, we, I remember actually when I was a younger sister mm-hmm. back in the day, <laughs> we uh, we got a tip on how to start beatboxing, like amateur beatboxing. Oh. Yeah, yeah. This lady told us um, if you say boots and cats uh-huh. and take out the... Um, the vowels okay then it'll be like real beatboxing but can i try uh, sure well so, so it's like <laughs> yeah yeah you sound really good thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you know the funny thing was the sister who taught me she had heard this and she's like oh she, she told me that i'm like great and then she's like okay watch i'm gonna show you i was like okay she's like oots ats oots ats she took out the consonants <laughs> Sounds a little different when you try it that way. Yeah, it was different. Maybe we can put that in the list of like the beatbox sounds that didn't make it. Yeah. The oots. 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 Yeah, I feel like another one would be like, pow, 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 pow. It's too soft. You can't hear it. Pow, yeah. Pow. yeah, I haven't heard that one yet in the beatboxing world. Maybe another one would be like, <laughs> But actually, it's actually really fun to think about. For any of you stuck at the desk today and you need to kind of bring life to your moment, just think about the beatbox sounds that didn't make it. It's <laughs> fun. I'm going to think of more. Amen. Well, so freedom. Yeah. This is freedom at the heart of your heart from your core. And I can't wait to break this open. And uh, we're made for it. And let's learn how we can run after it. That sounds awesome. Should we start with a prayer? Let's do it, sister. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Lord Jesus. Jesus, we thank you for making us in your image and likeness, for creating us for love, out of love. Jesus, we ask you right now to pour your spirit uh, deep within us. Help us to know that we are your beloved sons and daughters. Uh, Give us the strength we need, Lord, to live out of that identity and help us to live free, Lord. Free us from whatever binds us um, and lead us on the path of your freedom Um, because uh, you said the truth will make us free and we believe you, Lord. We trust ourselves to you and all those uh, needs and intentions of our heart as we pray, Hail Mary. Full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, 
and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Our Lady of Victory, pray Pray for for us. us. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. So I love this whole reality of freedom. We are made for freedom. We want freedom, and we want to live life free. Mm. Amen. I mean, so like, and freedom in so many different ways, right? Freedom to stop working and turn to my family member who's right in front of my face and love them, receive them, Mm. um, take a break from work. Freedom to be alone in a room with a bag of Cheetos, like one of those jumbo bags. Nice. And not eat the whole thing. (laughs) But just eat maybe what I should eat, a serving or two, depending on <laughs> on what the reality is. Um, freedom to love and be loved. Freedom for excellence. Mm. Freedom for joy, mm. to choose joy, regardless of my circumstances. And so, I don't know, sister, I really want to just walk through, do a close walk and really digest a bit Um what is freedom? And I want to tap into the catechism because it's gorgeous. It is gorgeous. Sister, I think it's this is a great topic. Let's do it. Let's look at it. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm just gonna toss some ideas out here and um and I encourage everyone listening. It's like it's a beautiful section. We're starting at 1730 and it kind of carries on. And um I'm just gonna pull out some highlights and sister, you and I can toss them back. That sounds and forth. Great. What do you think? I love that. Okay, so 1730 just kicks this whole thing off. Um God created man, a rational being, conferring on him the dignity of a person who can initiate and control his own actions. Whoa. Okay, this is a great power. Yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, it, it images God, to be honest, in the sense of like animals, like there's instinct and things like that. But we as human persons, mm-hmm. actually with our reason, mm-hmm. can choose and decide out of... Uh, desire for the good or for the love or things like that that mm-hmm. is greater than actually the animal world. Mm-hmm. It's, well, and this is that's exactly what uh, Saint Irenaeus says. He'll wow. back you up. Wow, man is rational and therefore like God. He is created with free will and is master over his acts. That's awesome. So we see that with freedom comes responsibility. As I think that's in a Spider-Man movie. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> What's his name? Spider-Man. <laughs> oh no! What's his? What's his like non Spider Man name? Oh, I forget. I don't remember. Peter. Peter Parker. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Peter Parker. Thanks for. I'm. I'm sure it's pretty. He's almost as good as Saint Irenaeus. Yeah. Well. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Amen. So with freedom comes great responsibility. The so superheroes know this. As Christians, we know this. That in 1731, freedom is the power rooted in reason and will to act or not to act, to do this or that, and so to perform deliberate actions on one's own responsibility. It continues, by free will, one shapes one's own life. Human freedom is a force for growth and maturity in truth and goodness. It attains its perfection when directed toward God, our beatitude. Bam. That's awesome. Okay, so it's. The perfection of freedom mm-hmm. is when it's directed towards truth, beauty, and goodness, mm-hmm. towards God. And we talked about this beatitude, yeah, um, love, yeah. ultimately. Yeah. We're given freedom to love. To, and to choose the good. It's so true. Sister, when, you, when you're talking about, and just to illustrate the idea of like, you know, the ability to act or not to act. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember this story of this young, this young boy 
my dad saw in Costco, and he's holding a pair of glasses from the Costco optical shop. Oh, boy. And you could see he was about four years old, and he's in a battle of the will because he has them, you know, between his two fists, and he's, like, <laughs> shaking. And you can see, and his eyes are a little bit, like, crazed. And he's trying to, <laughs> oh, he's gosh. like, should I break? Should I not break? Should I break? Should I not break? And then all of a sudden, snap. He's like, oh. <laughs> he did it. But it was this battle of the will. He could act or not act. And it's a silly example, but mm-hmm. it's like we all kind of experience that. And we all fight this battle. And this is where it continues is that the more that one does what is good, the freer one becomes. So here it is. The battle begins when we're little, when we're kids. We've all seen, you know, the three-year-old temper tantrum and we can still have adult temper tantrums, Mm -hmm. right? I'm ready to own that. (laughs) And yet it's like, it continues. There is no true freedom except in the service of what is good and just. Okay, so we're made for the good. And the choice to disobey, says the catechism, and do evil is an abuse of freedom and leads to the slavery of sin. Wow. So we're made for the good. Wow. And when we choose against that or away from that, Mm -hmm. it actually disables us. It doesn't bring us joy. Mm -hmm. It doesn't bring us peace. Mm -hmm. We're not made for that. Right. So it's actually training our freedom, training our choices Mm -hmm. um, towards the good, Mm -hmm. the authentic good, so that we can be truly free. That's awesome. And it reminds me, sister, of a quote from John Paul II. He Mm. said, you know, freedom is not about doing whatever you want. It's about having uh, the ability to do what you ought. Love it. You know, being able to do what you ought. Um, and because it's true, it's like sin binds us, right? It makes us less ourselves. It's it's the ultimate self-defeating behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, because the more we do it, the more bound we are. Mm-hmm. And we know that experience in our lives, right? But I love what you're saying. Like, you know, and, and it's, as scripture says, for freedom, Christ has set us free. Amen. That's what we're made for. Amen. Um, and, and that's what we all long for. Wow, sister. Yeah. It's beautiful. And it, I think it reminds me, it's sobering. It's like every single day when I wake up, it's like I'm making choices mm-hmm. at every minute of the day. Yeah. And it's like how important it is to be attentive. Mm-hmm. Are my choices leading me to life? Are they leading me to uh, death? Or are they leading me to something in between? And how can I train mm-hmm. my my freedom? How can I reach out for the good? How do I exercise muscles of virtue that can buffer Mm -hmm. tendencies that I have. Mm Because all of us are so unique and irrepeatable. All of us are going to struggle in different ways. Right. All of us are going to be strong in different ways. Yeah. And self-knowledge is so important in this whole adventure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it it is. It's like we're responsible. Freedom, it says in 1734, makes man responsible for his acts. Mm. Um, And progress in virtue so here it is. It's naming things that help us. Progress in virtue, knowledge of the good, um, and even asceticism uh, in a sense that it's good to be able to say no. Right. You know, we want the freedom to be able to say yes and to say no. Right. As it leads us towards the true, the good, and the beautiful. Right. And this freedom is exercised not just between us and stuff and me and the Cheetos, but also in relationships, mm-hmm. right? Between human persons. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of us are created in the image and likeness of God. And all of us are these free and responsible beings. And yeah, it's like, it's a precious, sacred gift yeah. that you actually just want to step back and stand in awe of mm-hmm. this incredible gift that we've been given by God towards incredible purpose. Amen. Amen. Because at the end of the day, sister, we're not we're not made for evil. We're mm-hmm. not made for mediocrity. Mm-hmm. We're made for glory, for heaven, for the Lord. And actually, he's given us the ability to choose him, right? Yeah. When he made 
man, when he made us human beings, like we're given free will, right? He didn't want puppets because puppets can't love. He wa- he wanted to be able to be loved um, freely, um, a choice for him. And, you know, animals can't do that. Plants can do it, but we can. We can do it, sister. And it's, it's awesome. It's so awesome. Yeah. Right? For freedom, Christ has set us free. Mm-hmm. That's what it says in Galatians. Um, or even to think about, this is one of my favorite lines in scripture, where the spirit of the Lord is, mm. there is freedom. Yeah. Second Corinthians 17. I mean, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Yeah. And again, tapping into this, mm-hmm. um, this is stuff that can help us navigate mm. peace, freedom, those good signs. Mm-hmm. If we're feeling agitated, bound, enslaved, yeah. um, you know, uh, confined within ourselves mm-hmm. um, when we feel like the weight um, of guilt in my heart. Yeah. Listen, people can joke about, you know, the guilty Catholic conscience, but actually that's like a healthy conscience. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's, if there's something in your heart telling you you're going the wrong way, like yeah. pull back or Hey, ease up or Hey, reach out for something more. Yeah, exactly. It's pretty awesome stuff. It is. We can help each other live it too, you know, because the more free we are um, and choosing the good, we can actually help others choose the good. And, and it's, I mean, that's why actually Christian community is so important that's beautiful, to, to buoy each other up because um, we need it. Like you said, we all have gifts and gaps and uh, to really help, um, basically to reach for the Lord, right? We're gonna, yeah, we can sister. help each other. Yeah. That's so beautiful, sister. Well, even I was thinking about like, okay, so we all desire the strength mm-hmm. um, to exercise our freedom in truth, mm-hmm. right? And we all want to live free. But I want to break this down into the day-to-day, mm-hmm. into real life. And I don't know, what are maybe like some of the big ones, some of the, the big three areas that I want freedom mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, in my life? And I don't know, I'm going to pitch three and you yeah. can let me know what you think, sister. Yeah. But I want the freedom to love Definitely. and be loved. Yep. I think that's probably a big one. Yeah, numero uno, as <laughs> yeah. they say. Yeah. <laughs> so love, yeah. excellence. Yes. Like I want the freedom to pursue the full height of my potential. Right. Right? I want to make the most out of this gift of life that I've been given. Yep. So excellent. Mm-hmm. Lastly, happiness and joy. Yeah. Like I want the freedom to choose for that and to live in that. Totally. And okay, so I want to unpack those. Yeah. Love, excellence, happiness, and joy. And I want to focus in on three things. There's many things mm-hmm. we could focus in on, but like particular to love, I want to talk about the virtue of chastity mm. towards strengthening us in that freedom. That's awesome. And then secondly, in excellence, I just want to talk about the life of virtue. Yes. Um, that that ultimately is going to help you to be is going to help you be the best boss, the best mom, the mm-hmm. best father, the best son, the best daughter, mm-hmm. the best athlete. Yeah. Actually, virtue. Totally. All right? Yeah. And lastly, happiness and joy. I want to talk about spiritual childhood. Yeah. That actually, that allows me to receive the life I've ultimately been made for, mm-hmm. which is the love of the Father. Sister, those are three awesome points. And to be honest, I think you hit this. I mean, that's just deep in the heart of every person. Amen, right? So let's talk about it. Okay. Freedom, freedom to love. Freedom to love. Chastity. What are we talking about here? Okay. So like, and and the freedom to love and be loved, let's just like put the playing field out. This can be between mm-hmm. spouses. This can be between um, siblings. This right. can be between friends. Yeah. Um, at work, uh, in a sense, actually... The virtue of chastity mm-hmm. holds us and integrates our love. 
That's an awesome point, sister. And I think, can I just say, I think often when people hear the word chastity, they don't think of integration. Mm-hmm. But that's actually how the Catechism defines chastity. That's awesome, um, sister. What's it say? It says, in paragraph 2338, mm-hmm. it says, The chaste person maintains the integrity of the powers of life and love placed in him. This integrity ensures the unity of the person. It is imposed to any behavior that would impair it. It's amazing. It's it's living the whole life. So I'm mm-hmm. not um, divided in myself. Mm-hmm. I'm not subject to, you know, my passions and drives. I'm I'm actually I am the steward. I'm mm-hmm. the master, mm-hmm. um, and I can actually choose to live in a way that's it's actually um, whole mm-hmm. and real and truest to my deepest self. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really amazing. It's beautiful sister even mm-hmm. as you speak it i mean can we say that again maintains the integrity mm-hmm. of the powers of life and love mm-hmm. placed in him that we have these great powers within us mm-hmm. life and love and this ensures unity that i'm not divided i'm not battling myself i'm not enslaved mm-hmm. um, as you were saying and as you were saying being a master at being the captain of your own ship being mm-hmm. able to direct these great powers in truth yeah and the catechism continues in 2339. Chastity includes an apprenticeship in self-mastery, which is a training in human freedom. I love it. It says, the alternative is clear. Either man governs his passions and finds peace, or he lets himself be dominated by them and becomes unhappy. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's all about freedom. Yeah, It's all about freedom. And it actually integrates us Mm -hmm. so that we are ready to be for truly for the person in front of us however we stand in right relationship to Mm -hmm. them Mm -hmm. and we are able to give generously Mm -hmm. and it imitates the way that god loves it's true it's a selfless free genuine humble integrated rich love yeah it's a self-giving love Mm -hmm. right because the opposite of love is not hate but use right Mm -hmm. use is proper to things we talked about this before use is proper to things love to people and so it's this unbelievable self-giving love Mm -hmm. um but that's you're saying beautifully but just held in proper order uh, in the person in front of us and actually it's related to temperance you know Mm -hmm. um so things like even like yeah alone with in a room with a bag of cheetos like you know the terrible feeling when you've eaten the whole bag of Cheetos and you feel like the Cheetos have mastered you. Yeah. It's like I've been crushed. I've been crushed by the Cheetos and it just it's like the blurg experience. You feel like a blurg. You're like, Ugh. yeah, the blurg. Ugh. But that's but it's like that's you know another beatbox sound that never made it. Blurg, blurg, blurg. Just kidding. <laughs> I really like that one. We'll have to make a um, top hit after this. <laughs> but it's really true. But this is the same with chastity, right? Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not. Um, I don't have to be bested by all these, you know, passions. I I actually can choose. How beautiful. Um, I'm not I'm not a slave uh, to those things. And there's yes, there's growth and there's a maturing and all that. Amen. And and to give that to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, but it really is um, amazing mm-hmm. um, to be an integrated person. Mm-hmm. Amen, sister. And yeah. I would say too for those struggling in chastity because I think mm-hmm. it's a great battle. It's mm-hmm. a great battleground. It's like not to lose hope mm-hmm. that even to praise God that you're struggling and keep choosing for that good. Keep reaching out for it. Mm-hmm. Even if you should fall, get up, 
go to confession, Mm -hmm. try again, Mm -hmm. keep exercising that muscle, keep seeking the Lord's grace. And it's like, um, he will grow you. Mm -hmm. If you give him a crack, he'll come in and, and baptize those places that need to Mm -hmm. be drawn into that great effort towards the one thing that's worth it, which is love, Mm -hmm. authentic love. Or even, I don't know, where do we see this in scripture, sister? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, the thing that um, struck me most was the visitation when Mary goes to visit Elizabeth. You know, and it says um, right after the Annunciation, what does Mary do? It says, in those days, um, she rose up and went with haste to visit her cousin Elizabeth. Mm. Um, It's amazing. That that was her first impulse, you know, upon conceiving the Lord, to visit her cousin who she knew was pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, what it's such a tender image of like this self-forgetful love, um, this self-possessed love, mm. um, this outward facing love mm-hmm. that seeks the good of the other in joy, you know, and with this surrender and this trust. And um, it, there's a tenderness to it. Um, but it's, yeah, I really, I love that image. Um, and it also speaks, actually, the catechism in relation to that uh, says, you know, the virtue of chastity blossoms in friendship. How beautiful. You know, so chastity, we're not just talking about, um, you know, spouses or boyfriends, girlfriends. We're talking about friendship, you mm-hmm. know, that basically being able to give ourselves to another and that it, it leads to spiritual communion, which is what we're made for, ultimately. That's what heaven is, spiritual communion with God and and each other in heaven. And so, yeah, I just love that that image in Scripture. Thank you, sister. Yeah. It really is stunning. Yeah. It's so beautiful. Yeah. And a, an example for all of us. There's something to ponder. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, and even, okay, so love, that's a soundbite. Mm-hmm. But what about excellence, right? Like when we see these Olympians yeah. who run like the wind. Yeah. And like it's so fluid and it's so beautiful yeah. to watch them run. Yeah. Or the tennis players who like crush it. Yeah. That ball is going to go where they want it to. Yeah. And um, the divers flawlessly yeah. like doing crazy flips in the air. It's amazing. But this didn't come overnight. No. That these individuals um, practiced again and yeah. again and yeah. again. Yeah. Uh, and we see in this a great parallel to the life of virtue and totally. how it helps us to achieve excellence mm-hmm. in love, in self-gift, in the workplace, in mothering and mm-hmm. fathering. Mm-hmm. Virtue is our best friend in this, and this is what we've been made for, is to live faith, hope, and love, to be able to live with temperance and fortitude mm-hmm. and justice. And I mean, right, sister? Right. right. It's, you know, it makes me think, just a little example here, but um, freedom for excellence. Yeah. Like when I was in junior high, I lived about a kilometer from school. I don't know what that is in miles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just under, it's like 0. 0.7, I think. 0. 0.7 miles. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we, I'd walk, you know. And in seventh grade, band class, you had to pick an instrument. Mm-hmm. So I picked the baritone saxophone. Wow. Which I don't know if you're familiar with it's that. It's a big instrument. It's huge. It's like, you know, three and a half feet long, weighs about 50 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> now, you might ask, why? Why did I choose such a thing? Mm-hmm. It was because... It's music mostly involved whole notes and half notes, <laughs> and I knew I could do that. Now, I would, I, I remember the first time I carried my instrument home from school mm-hmm. in the big case, and I lugged it, and every now and then I'd have to stop and pant because it was <laughs> so heavy. And then I'd watch the flute players walk, walk past me with their flutes in their backpacks. So, so light-footed. So light-footed. <laughs> I mean, lugged it home a kilometer. I maybe did this twice. And then, you know what? 
I have to confess, I just stopped practicing because it was too much to carry home. Now, did I ever become like Kenny G? No. I never <laughs> I never made it in, into amazing jazz saxophonist because I never practiced. There you I go. never achieved excellence. There you go. Maybe I could have. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, I don't know if I had the gift, but maybe I could have if I practiced. Mm-hmm. I didn't practice. And you know, there's something to be said for practice. Amen, sister. For actually pursuing something. It's like, you know what? It's possible. Mm-hmm. I can actually I can actually be a saint. I can, I can actually do it with God's grace, not on my own strength, but but it's actually possible. Because that's how God made me. He wants me to be a saint. So first of all, do I believe that it's possible? That's the first question. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I didn't really believe it was possible for my saxophone career, which is fine. (laughs) But but do I believe it's possible to be a saint, you know, to live in glory with Jesus? Amen. And then am I going to actually try for it and practice for it and get back up and get back up and keep going? And dare. You know, and dare. Like, yeah, how, how do the gymnasts sleep? you know, whatever, 20 feet in the air and do like five flips. I don't know. <laughs> but but they practiced. They strengthen a lot of muscles. Yeah, core strength. The core strength. Yeah. Amen. Or even, sister, as you mentioned, the saints. It's like they're such examples to us because that's exactly what they did. Mm-hmm. When the going got tough, they lived virtuously and virtue held them mm-hmm. through their trials, through the crazy storms that they faced. Um, I love Venerable Cardinal Von Tuan. Oh, he's amazing. He's amazing, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and he has many stories. So basically, just a bit of a backstory on him. I know we've talked about him before, but there's so many incredible mm-hmm. stories about his experiences. And so basically, he was imprisoned in Vietnam for his faith for 13 years, nine of which were spent in solitary confinement. Wow. And I think, wow, solitary confinement. It's like you talk about spiritual communion being our our end and what we're made for and imagine yourself alone. Um, and so basically, during one of the times that he was allowed to be with other prisoners, they were sleeping them in groups of 50 in this re-education camp. And they gave each prisoner 50 centimeters of space to sleep in what? all with each other. Right. What? And this is after long days of work and, and everything else of just tremendous suffering. But when the lights went out, and I imagine I would want to go to bed, like yeah. snag a few hours of sleep. Cardinal Von Tuan would crouch in his 50 centimeters of space. He would celebrate the mass by memory. And that the few Catholics around him would take turns adoring Jesus mm. throughout the night. Wow. Cardinal Von Tuan wrote about what happened. He said this power went out from Christ's Eucharistic presence. And it was one of irresistible love that literally prisoners started converting from atheism, Buddhism, everything to faith in Jesus. And we see, yes, it's like the horrors of this time and of this camp were transformed by Christ's love. But, and love won, okay? Love won in that camp. But what enabled Cardinal Von Tuan to be a space uh, to hold that, to sponsor that? Mm. Virtue. Wow. That he was persevering. He was living with great courage. I mean, that was at the risk of a lot. Mm. He had practiced and memorized those prayers wow. that gave him freedom to speak them in the quiet of the night mm. um, with um, love and devotion and able to pull down the Holy Spirit mm. and consecrate um, the bread and the wine and give such life to his fellow prisoners. So we see the power of virtue. I mean, and there's tons of stories like Mm -hmm. this in his life that 
he said, and I, one of my favorite things about Colonel Von Tuan is if you read his writings, he owns how agonizing it was, mm-hmm. how humiliated he was at different intervals, like how, what a crisis of hope he was confronted with. And then he speaks of looking to the Lord. He speaks of persevering in faith. And um, yeah, it's all about virtue. At the end of the day, it's going to hold you when yeah. you need someone holding you the most. Exactly. Virtue, that that firm disposition for the good, that habit for the good. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. awesome. And then, and that honestly, that is a core strength. I mean, that's like, well, that's a lot of like spiritual crunches. That's, that is, yes. Yeah. Virtue is core strength. Yeah, definitely. And sister, it reminds me of just speaking of freedom uh, for excellence. You know, something that really shaped this was a really, it's a famous article by um, Pinnakers. And he talks about, yeah, freedom for versus freedom from, mm. right? Um, which I think is uh, an important distinction, right? Because freedom from, um, things like yeah, enslavement, um, bondage, things like that. That's one kind of freedom, and that's important. But what we're talking about here, what we just spoke about, is freedom for. So that choosing for, Amen, practicing for um, greater freedom. So I can't play Beethoven on the piano unless I practice Beethoven on the piano, right? And so that's going to mean a lot of little exercises and things that might not seem so relevant, like scales and things like that. But eventually that's going to lead me... To you know, to play like, Amen. and people are going to like drop their jaws because it's like, wow, yeah. how do they play so freely? Well, it's because there's practice, you know, it's mm-hmm. not just uh, banging on the piano. So yeah, it's uh, it's really important and a powerful concept that I think it's um, good to remember and to go back to. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Play back on that one. Yeah. Amen. Amen. You can't hear it enough, sister. I know. I know. No. Well, and here we are. Okay. Last one. How do I find greater freedom? to receive and claim and live the happiness and joy that I want to mm-hmm. on this side of the veil. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I would propose, I think there's many ways, again, n- none of these things are exclusive, but spiritual childhood, this is the foundational grace of the spiritual life. This is where we imitate Christ so deeply in his own life. He was son Mm. and um, looking to the father for everything, receiving his mission from the father, receiving himself from the father. And we are called to do the same. Mm. So this reality of spiritual childhood, uh, which is a life of, yes, receptivity, uh, dependence, Mm -hmm. um, open-handedness, trust, Mm -hmm. rather than control or self-reliance, or willfulness, right? Mm -hmm. And it's powerful. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a a battle, right? And yet this is worth it. This Mm -hmm. is so worth investing and focusing ourselves and uh, becoming more and more like children Mm -hmm. um, so that we can receive the love that God has for us. Yeah. And I have to say, watching children's freedom is Mm. some of the most delightful times like there it's just so funny sometimes you know like they're sitting making mud pies and it's like they don't care they're super dirty you know or they they ask things that you know an adult would never dare to ask you know mm-hmm. or dream big or or um you know like a daddy i want to fly and so you know they're you know swung around and it's like we and it's like it's like uh, they're not they're it's without guile not afraid to mm-hmm. ask mm-hmm. not afraid to ask big um not afraid to ask for help. Like, mm-hmm. I can't see. Lift me up. I want to see. 
you know? And it's like, that's what we can do with the Lord. We can live in that almost like reckless abandon that he wants to provide even more than we want to be provided for, to be honest. Amen, sister. You know, and and I know St. Therese talks about this all the time, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. Uh, To live as children, relying on the Father for everything and to not have really care in the world in a sense because he's providing everything. I mean, it's like he says in scripture, you know, look at the birds of the sky, their heavenly father feeds them. How, you know, more so we, right? Absolutely, sister. Yeah. Well, it kind of reminds me of a story of my nephew, and he was about four years old at the time, and he had these great one-liners, you Mm -hmm. know, the wisdom of children. And my sister was playing in the snow with him. So they were like playfully tossing back and forth mm-hmm. a snowball, right? Mm-hmm. So she she took this big chunk of snow and she kind of like lofted it and thinking that it would land in his hands. <laughs> but it, um, of course, it uh, he looked up just at the wrong time <laughs> oh, no. and this huge chunk of snow just like totally smacked the poor kiddo Aww. right in the face. So, of course, she, like she runs over uh, to this little guy and, mm-hmm. you know, says, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. Starts brushing the snow off. And as soon as uh, the bigger chunks were off, uh, <laughs> this little four-year-old looked my sister in the face and with all his self-possession simply told her, you have to be careful with me. I'm widow. <laughs> Right, it's so cute. I know it melted all of us as this as the ice chunks melted off of his face. But no, I and I actually think of this line so mm-hmm. often. Mm-hmm. You have to be careful with me. I'm little, mm. and I think in the face of all of this, in the daunting task of taking responsibility for our freedom, in exercising virtue, mm-hmm. in choosing uh, to master myself in choosing to be the captain of my own ship, mm-hmm. uh, in choosing joy, mm-hmm. that that there is grace for me, even in the toughest of moments, um, we can feel so little. Yeah. And, and this is where spiritual childhood comes in, that literally all we have to do is look to the Father and say help. Mm. And I would say, if we're going into it, this is my challenge, actually, because mm-hmm. I know we're closing things up here, mm-hmm. is that wherever you are today, um, you might be driving to work or sitting at your desk or just cooking dinner at home. It's like naming that place where you need help mm-hmm. and Amen. taking a miracle minute. And I love talking about miracle minutes <laughs> and just saying, Lord, I really need help. Mm-hmm. And bother me mm-hmm. right here. Mm-hmm. Um, bring your love right here and i ask for the grace to receive your love right here where i want to do it all by myself or where i'm just ticked off that no one else is helping me Mm -hmm. or where i just feel stuck Mm -hmm. it's like jesus what do you want to do and i'm turning it over to you um be little and um dare to be god's child amen that's a that's a t-shirt line sister (laughs) that's awesome (laughs) amen right i want a t-shirt like that wow sister well what what would you want to leave us all with here? You know, I would just say, I think, and I'm going to make it a little bit more specific. I know we talked about chastity for the first one, but I would just say to really bring to Jesus your heart. And if you're struggling with chastity anyway, so whether that be in relationships, maybe pornography addiction, whatever it is, um, just to be real honest with Jesus, um, let him let him into your heart in that place. Let him look at you with that gaze of love. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know what? He's never stopped loving you. Mm-hmm. none of our sins or struggles ever change how he loves us mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so 
I would say, let his gaze restore you. Let it give you back your freedom. Um, and in a very practical way, just really encourage you to go to confession. Confession is the sacrament of freedom. Mm-hmm. Whatever we got on our plate in our heart, give it to Jesus in mm-hmm. confession. And you know what? It's like literally when we confess all our sins, the priest gives us absolution. They're gone. They don't exist anymore. Amen, you know, like confession gives us a new past, as one priest once said. Wow. And and talk about freedom. I don't have to carry my stuff, my junk, my sins. That's freedom. Amen. That's sister. freedom. So I would say, I encourage you, if you're listening to this, if you haven't been to confession in a while, don't be afraid. Go, get up, run to the sacrament of freedom. Let him take it all from you. Let him, let him restore you in your identity as child. Uh, that, that's my, that's my uh, challenge. Amen, sister. It's super beautiful. Amen. And wow, let's close with a prayer. Okay. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Father, we thank you and we praise you that you are the God of love and the God of freedom and that you sent your son um, to make us free, freedom to choose uh, for love and to let ourselves be loved, Uh, freedom to live in the greatness and wholeness of love that you've created us for. We ask for every grace to receive this gift, to store this gift uh, with virtue And with every appeal to your grace and your guidance, Father, we thank you ahead of time for leading us through the day as we say glory be to the Father, to the the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. God bless and keep all of you. And just a quick shout out, if you have noticed that our sound is better, it's because we have new microphones. They're the kind gift of a lovely woman named Liz who listens to the podcast and said, sisters, please let me buy you new mics. <laughs> so really, Liz, truly from the bottom of our hearts, thank you. It is such a gift. We are so grateful. Nova, our prayers for you. And I'm sure everyone is also thanking you as well. <laughs> Amen. Big prayers for Liz. Amen. So thanks so much. And uh, Nova, our prayers. And we'll see you next week. God bless. This was Let Love Podcast with the Sisters of Life, a religious community of women consecrated for the protection of the sacredness of human life. Be assured of our prayers and learn more at sistersoflife.org.